The Orange Catholic Foundation is pleased to bring you the following Father Spitzer homily. Oh, today's reading, <clears throat> we continue in the Lucan cycle, the Lucan infancy narrative, to look at these, uh, you know, what's going on in divine providence and how integral Mary is to it all. We saw that the angel came uh, two days ago to Mary and she accepted this right, you know, the, this like incredible, you know, centrality of, of human, uh, you know, of the human race, uh, the, the, the salvation of the human race, right into her own body with a, a perfect act of acceptance and obedience uh, to the angel. And, of course, we saw in yesterday's reading, or the uh, day after that, that Mary, of course, she doesn't become full of herself at all. Oh, my gosh, you know, I'm, I'm the central point for the salvation of all of humanity. How wonderful I am. Instead, it's just the opposite. She's filled with a sense of, uh, you know, um, a beautiful sense of, of humility and a beautiful sense of lowliness and a beautiful sense of service. And then yesterday we see that, you know, the one thing that strikes her in the angel's greeting is that, um, you know, um, the, the angel tells her that Elizabeth, her kinswoman, is with child. And so Mary, instead of, you know, gosh, you know, since I'm so central, I better stay here and await people to come to me. She has no such intention, but rather she um, moves straight away to go to help her kinswoman Elizabeth through a very arduous journey, just manifesting the, the humility uh, of the Western world. I mean, it, it, you look at this and the virtues of Mary are so evident. Acceptance and obedience, real humility, and, and, and simplicity, you know, the, just the opposite of egocentricity, just the opposite of, of any kind of almost narcissistic belief in the self. And today we get this culminating a verse called the Magnificat, the Great Prayer of the Magnificat, which um, sort of puts the, the crown not only on the virtues she's displaying, but shows you um, where she's coming from in essence. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. Where does her humility come from? Where does her simplicity come from? Where does this remarkable, you know, sort of obedience and acceptance to God come from? It comes from God. And she knows it. She, my soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. You know, and, and, and my spirit exalts, not in me, who's going to become the mother of the Savior, but my spirit exalts in God, my Savior. For he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. From this day, all generations will call me blessed. And you go, aha, see, there's the egoism we've been waiting for all along. Deep down, she really had it. No. This is actually that line, if you look at it in Greek, right? The, the line actually means from 
This day, all generations are going to point to me and call me lucky. They're going to call me blessed. They're going to call me fortunate. Not because of me, but because of how God came to me and blessed me. So this is not about Mary, this line, right? From this day, all generations will call me blessed. They're going to call the word blessed there, right? It means fortunate, you know, means, you know, blessed by God. It means, you know, not about Mary, but about everything that is coming to Mary from God the Father. So this is all praise and thanksgiving, all the attribution. Everything is going to God, all the the credit, all the favor, and the recognition of the grace. It's all about God. And of course, the whole rest of the Magnificat is a prayer to God. From this day, all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. So he's talking about God. The prayers is rolling off her lips, right? He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. From this day, right, da 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 da, da all the way through is a recollection of everything that's going to happen through the course of salvation. And then she kind of sums it all up, you know, that the proud are going to be cast off their thrones. The poor and the lowly are going to be lifted up. Everything is going to be made aright. All those who have suffered, their suffering will be redeemed. Why? Because it is God's will. And God's will is love. And God's will is to love people and love all that suffering into some final meaning in the unconditional love, which is the kingdom of heaven. And of course, Mary concludes this prayer almost by saying, and he has willed it. So as we kind of move through this incredible Magnificat prayer, this prayer was just just filled with the love of God, an appreciation of God, a recognition of, you know, the greatness of God's love and, and the greatness of God's providence and this wonderful, you know, thanksgiving for it all. Not just the things where she's been blessed, but the things, all the blessings of the past in Israel's history and all the blessings that are to come through the Savior in her womb, which is the Son of God himself, which, of course, will be the salvation for generations to come. One gigantic thank you and song of praise. Now, there is the source of her humility and simplicity. That thanksgiving that St. Augustine says is the confounding of the devil himself. For gratitude is the one thing that can block every evil intention, stifle any intention and temptation of the evil one, and bring us right into the communion of God, which is what Mary is experiencing. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast brought to you by the Orange Catholic Foundation.